there's a misalignment with how you feel internally and you're actually lying to yourself. And what you're missing is an opportunity to actually deeply feel into yourself with presence into what's going on because what is on, what's in the way of really feeling that gratitude is what arises when you say that piece of gratitude. Welcome to the Personal Development Without the Fluff podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. Look, if you believe that there's gotta be more to life or you find yourself zagging when others are zigging, this podcast is most likely for you. We're not here to fix you because in our opinion, you're already perfect. We are here to help you remember who you truly are. That light inside of you that you thought you lost forever. I think you know the one I'm talking about, right? That one. We're brash and blunt and give it to you straight. You'll most likely love us and hate us at the same time. And for us, that's perfect. Because what we are here to do is open your heart and expand your mind so you can live your ultimate life. And if you're wanting more support at any time or just want to interact with Guy and I, find our personal development without the fluff group on Facebook and come hang out with us and other like-minded, amazing human beings. So if you're done with fantasizing about your life and you're ready to go start living it, welcome to our show. Now let's get started. Today's review comes from Lapo831. Headline, I love these guys. I've been following Guy and Elon Ferdman for several years and through several iterations of what and how they do what they do. They are authentic and sincere about their own personal growth and development and how they work with others. It's almost a trite saying these days to say this or that changed my life, but to say these guys changed my life is a vast understatement. I'm beyond blessed to consider them personal mentors, and when I say I love these guys, I really mean it. I love them in their rawness and their truth. Thank you just doesn't express it well enough, but I mean it with all my heart. I look forward to continued growth both spiritually and personally through your teachings. Thank you so much, Lapo831. I'd love to know who that was uh, and the real name, and that is today's review. So please reach out, and you will get a special gift. Yeah, we wanted to uh, take today's opportunity to kind of get a little personal with you guys. And I'm actually excited about this one because I want to see what comes out of such a beautiful title. <laughs> First and foremost, I just want to say that if you're offended by the word bitch, I'm sorry that you're offended by the word. Um, we don't mean it in a... Uh, derogatory. Derogatory or like you know, women versus men way in any stretch of the imagination. It was just something that Guy and I last week, we were just having a conversation and both of us went to our mentor and told him that we were being grumpy bitches this week. And and it's kind of what, what came through for both of us, strangely enough, our mentor as well, which was even more interesting. And yeah, I want to talk a little bit about it because I think I'm curious to hear guys side too. I know that for me, I handled it this time very differently. Say, say, give, give a little bit more background. You're jumping into it. I think too quick without. No, 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 no. I just, I I think the reason I want to share about it is because I I handled it this time very differently than other. What is, what is it? What is it? So this is what I want to start telling you guys. So last week, uh, Certain things happen, and I mean, 
things are happening in our lives all the time. Uh, but I'll give you a couple of examples. So uh, my daughter over the last couple of weeks has been getting aggressive with our son. So she's just been hitting him and punching him, scratching him, things like that, which is strange and just we were trying to figure out exactly how to have the conversations without doing the whole you're punished and grounded and like all that stuff, which I don't believe is effective. Um, and so at some point in the afternoon, they were here in my office and she slapped Chaya across the face, like really, really hard. And I momentarily lost and I was like, go upstairs. And then um, she went upstairs. I came, kind of went back to Chaya and he was okay. And um, he said he wasn't actually really hurt. And something that I'm actually proud of, like when I walked upstairs, um, even while being irritated and upset, I could still hold a space of love. So like hold love for her and make sure that that's really present while having the conversation with her that I knew I needed to have. Yeah. Uh, and it went really, really different. But besides the point, it, it just, it really rattled me. Like it, it got me super, super upset. And then later on that same day, uh, I took Shia to a, he had like a soccer completion pizza dinner for, for his team. And afterwards uh, they went to one of those like 16 handle places. It's the, you know, the yogurt, like make your own froyo type situation. And they get, I don't know why they do. I mean, I know why they do this, but it's like obscene, you know, like they only have one cup size and it's like, it's like a bathtub. It's, I mean, it's so big. Yeah. They don't do that in California because they think about waste. So we have small ones too. Oh, they, <laughs> no, it's always big ones. And they sure. give it to these little kids. And I know how shy is. He's like, he actually doesn't eat a lot of sugar. He's, he's good about it, that, but I can see him and he's with other kids and other kids right. are loading up and I'm like, Shia, just please. I didn't want to say like, Shia, you're, you can't get this or you can't get that or you out, right? Like I was like, just be mindful. Like, don't go crazy. So he's, you know, all these kids are like putting their things to get weighed and he shows up and I'm not even exaggerating. It was like, this is the bucket and like, this is the ice cream with the toppings. And I'm like, oh my God. I know that he's had half of that and hasn't even eaten that. Yeah. So I'm like so wasteful. And meanwhile, as this is all happening, I realized that the mom of the coach is actually the one paying. So not like I'm not paying for the ice cream. Like someone else is paying for the ice cream. He throws that thing up there. It's $11. And I'm like, I'm losing it inside. (laughs) losing it. Now I have this really funny thing happening because I'm losing it inside. I'm so angry. I'm so frustrated. I'm like, you greedy piece of shit. Like (laughs) you're not even going to eat that. All of it's going to (laughs) be thrown away. So I give the woman money and I'm just noticing how upset I am. And then I have this other voice that comes in, you know, the the sane one. It's like, you're upset over an eight-year-old kid getting an $11 ice cream. Like, what are we even talking about? Right. And I'm just irritated. And then like the whole thing with Aaliyah keeps playing in my mind and I'm irritated about that, that I have to deal with it. And like stuff comes up with work and I'm just irritated about that. And I'm just noticing this constant state of irritation, constant. And it's like little things like, uh, you know, Fanny comes into the room and I'm sitting there watching TV and she's like, Hey, can you, uh, can you go get my computer for me? And I'm like, why did you you know like yeah everything inside is just like selfish 
Frustration, yeah. upset, frustrated. Up. So, um, yeah, that was kind of my week. I, I don't want to give the the what I did to go through it because I want to hear. I know you also had like a, a pretty uh, challenging week. So <laughs> pretty, I'll, I'll let you share yours. In the pretty week. challenging uh, month or so. Yeah. Um, I mean, you uh, before we get on, you said it felt like loose wires. And I go yeah. through periods of time like this too where um, – it's like the smallest thing can can agitate or, or trigger me. I don't really know why. Um, I call it like a menopause. Uh, I go through like, menopause. I, I go through like moon cycles. I notice I actually a lot more around full moon periods. I'm super California thing to say, but it is what it is. Um, and yeah, it's just been you know like here's here's the way I look at it now. So yeah, for me mostly it's been around uh, partnership and um, fatherhood. You know, like uh, certainly like a. Uh, either disagreements about how to do specific things. Like our, our little boy's amazing. Everybody who's ever met him, he's a dream child. He really is. And, and almost every respect possible. And I'm not going to say, but, and like every kid he's got, you know, they're different. And, um, sleeping has not been easy. Like we've never had really a full night's sleep since he's been born. He's not a, he wasn't a big napper when he was a kid. Like he would nap for like 10 minutes and be awake for four hours. That was totally fine for him. Um, not great for mom and dad. So the last, um, we went to Mexico as a family with Elon and my parents and that was end of September, early October. And when we got there, his like sleep schedule changed quite a bit as it does when you take kids, uh, out of their environment. And then he got sick and he's teething and yada, yada, yada. Like now he's barely doing three hour stretches a night. So we're waking up like three, four times a night with him. Um, and for anybody who's been in that position, you, you know what that feels like. Awesome. Feels yeah. awesome. So, so we're we're managing it the best we can, and you know, on top of that, there's running business responsibilities. There's just wanting to have a social life. There's going to the gym. Uh, you know, all, all all the regularities, right, of of day to day life. Um, so I think that you can throw that all in the mix, and then I've gotten very accustomed to being in a partnership where everything is very smooth. Like Mandy and I are on the same page. 9.9 out of 10 times like on everything we think about things very similarly very fortunate to be honest you know like i'm not saying it's not okay to be in a relationship where people don't see eye to eye but we see eye to eye and so much that when we don't it's almost like we don't even know what to do because most of the time we never have to have those kind of uh conversations and it can turn into you know like just feelings of uneasiness and for me um like I, I, my feelings get hurt very easily. I'm a very, honestly, I'm a very sensitive person and something that could be kind of like a joke. I can very quickly take it from something that is like funny to me to something that really hurts my feelings. And that seems oftentimes beyond my control, right? Like I'm not sitting there going like, okay, now I'm going to take this joke and I'm going to make it hurt. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. But when I get triggered, there's like a overwhelm in my system that I know like Shia deals with too, where it's like, it's like a, like a, like a system hijack. And uh, I lose a lot of clarity. I'm not really there. I want to withdraw and all this other kind of stuff happens. So it's just been a lot of like little interactions like that with, with my wife. And, you know, it's, um, I'll tell you what's really behind it is like, so for me, like I want to get mean, I want to get like aggressive, right? That's kind of how I've always operated to create more safety and space for myself. And that's never really worked out for me. So I don't enjoy being mean to people because I always am at the, at the place where I regret it. I don't feel like justified with my anger. Um, I actually feel guilt if I, if I exude anger and then I feel like I'm pushing the other person away and it's like yeah. the person I want to push away least in my life. 
uh, it scares me to do that, right? So it's like, I, I'm scared, I'm angry, and now I'm scared to be angry is basically what's going on. Yeah. And, and then, like, I, so my wife is a fucking angel. And, you know, before we even got into, by the way, she's right behind me, so she's hearing all this. Um, <clears throat> she, she's really a, an angel. And even when we went into a relationship, you know, like, that was a big concern for me because it has created distance in the past from me, for, either from me from them or from them for me. And, you know, one of the things she told me going in, she's like, I, I know that that's just comes with the package and I'm, I'm, I'm good. And that was a thing that really settled down my, my system. Cause it's really like, I'm here for unconditional love, you know, and, uh, you're again, I'm going to toot my own horn a little bit. She's like, you're an amazing man. And if that happens once in a while, like we'll deal with it basically. Right. So look for me, <laughs> for me, <laughs> she's like, or once a week for, for me, <laughs> <laughs> For me, um, like that's all part of learning to grow with it, right? Because I think a, a lot of it for me is like it hasn't been safe to um, express certain things ever or it hasn't not felt safe for me. And I get that this is just things I need to work with and it's not something I could have worked through outside of a relationship. Yeah. I, I almost have to have somebody who's willing to stand there and not like take the brunt of it or anything like that, but just basically be like, I can hold this I love you regardless. And, and trust me, it's not easy for me to hear. I love you anyway, when I'm being a little shit basically. Right. Um, cause I, I wanted like, those are the times where we think to ourselves, I don't deserve this love. I don't deserve your attention. Exactly. I don't deserve connection. Um, and that, that's what it really feels like. So for me, it's like, I'm having to open up my system to saying like, even this is okay. Right. To express yourself like your daughter is doing with temper tantrums or hitting, right? Like she's, that's a really difficult thing in the, in the moral world that we live in. But look, she's she's testing the grounds of her self-expression. What feels good? What doesn't feel good? You know, how do you protect yourself and whatever she's going through? So that's kind of been um, the case for me, honestly, for for many weeks now. Uh, I'd like to just say, hey, it's because I'm tired all the time. But I know that's that's not the case because there's a lot of uh, evidence for that prior. Uh, it certainly is not helping. And I, I got to tell you, at the same time, like I know that every time. I, I, I near this edge, this uncomfortable edge for me is where I usually get the most value yeah. in terms of relaxing my system, bringing more safety in, feeling more confident, feeling more self-expressed. So like, do I always enjoy going through these periods of time? No, I really don't. Am I finding more peace, solace, and love for myself? I am. Um, and I think that's, that's always what's exciting for me. So that's kind of been the, the case for me recently. This is kind of like the distinction that I really want to make. This is why I said this time has just been so different than other times. If you followed Guy and I for any amount of time, you know that we are incredibly well-versed in neuroscience and what happens with your brain from a chemical perspective. And we have a million tools on how you can reframe things and create empowering contexts and you know live a life of joy and happiness and all that stuff. And in the midst of all of this happening, hmm. my, my brain is hardwired to go through those processes. Like it, it's not something that I now have to call upon. So as all of this is happening, I have this, I don't know, call it like the transformed part of my brain that's constantly telling me like, this is all happening for a reason. And, you know, uh, this is a growth opportunity. And what, why do you need to be so worried about an $11 ice cream? He's eight. Like, you know, it's an opportunity for a conversation. And I fully agree and understood all of it. And yeah. the, part, the problem was 
that none of that made any difference in how I felt at that moment. It, there was like a storm raging inside. And then I'm explaining, it's like the explainer part is telling me why there's a storm happening inside. But that doesn't help the storm at all. Like it, it was just like, ah, great. We're just I actually gonna, feel like it makes it worse. Yeah, we're just going to keep being really yeah. pissed off. And this is kind of the transition, um, I think, for us from a world of just mindset into this world of more, you know, what some people will call like somatic or more healing methodology, but through the body. And so as this is happening um, on the, the day after, I was still, I was like so in my head and just all sorts of frustration and upset constantly, which is, by the way, a very bizarre experience for me these days like i don't live in that state for mm -hmm. i can live in that state for like short periods of time and then it just kind of like clears and, and we go back to alignment and clarity and joy and peace and all that stuff and this time wasn't going away it wasn't going away so much so that i had a scheduled call with my mentor that i was actually going to cancel because i was just like i just don't fucking feel well and blah 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 and as soon as i had that thought I was like, oh no, like I'm in it. Cause I'm, I know that my, my uh, strategy is a void. Like I I'm just gonna, it, it really felt like I wanted to just bury myself under the blankets and just have a good cry and then just <laughs> fuck everyone in the world and be done with it. And so I, uh, I got on this uh, call with him and he's like, so how are you doing? And I was like, to be honest, I feel like a grumpy little bitch for this entire week. I'm just like frustrated and angry and upset and blah, blah, blah. And what Guy was kind of sharing about him and Mandy, um, I had a similar experience with, with our mentor because just like I've been learning as a parent that kids, what kids are wanting is to feel safe to have their emotional experience. If as a parent, you're resistant to a kid being angry or a kid being loud or a kid being sad or a kid being whatever, then you have resistance in your system. And when you go and interact with them, their system doesn't feel safe to have that full emotion, which actually triggers them to have it more and more and more. What we're all wanting is someone to meet us in connection and allow us to process these emotions and know that they're not going to run away, that they're not going to disappear, that you're still going to have love and connection while you have all this experience. And so we sat there and no joke for about 45 minutes of the session, I was like between tears in my eyes and crying. Oh. Um, because underneath all of this heaviness that was like heavy on my heart, there's like a piece here in my neck, obviously like all sorts of stuff happening in my stomach, but it just felt like my heart was just really, really tight. And the more I just sat and was with it and, and knew that someone was there in connection with me, it just allowed me to process and feel this stuff. Yeah. Now, if you think about it, like when your heart is in that state of just shut down or closed off, then that actually kind of creates that loose wire effect because what you're not dealing with is that thing that that's happening inside. And so what the universe does is it keeps sending you things 
to keep pointing back to this thing. So it's like, you almost like shut this down and then put this hook outside. That's, you know, anyone can just walk by and do it. And so (laughs) as I did it, um, and just allowed myself to feel that grief. And it was like real sad. I don't know where the sadness came from. I didn't have a visual. It wasn't like took me to some moment in my life. It was just sad. And I just sat there and was sad and allowed myself to cry and, and do all these things. And I woke up the next day and I felt fucking great. I went to bed early because any time I find that I do that kind of work, like it just, it takes a lot of energy for your body to release that stuff. Um, but I felt fantastic. And what I came to is, well, one thing that he said to me, which I thought was really interesting. He's like, your life is too good. I was like, shut up. Don't say that. Like, (laughs) you know, he's like, no, it's just too good. And when, when things are going too good and there's like, you, you're starting to play in different levels of effortlessness and ease, the mind can't handle it. Because like when things are flowing, the mind always chimes in. is like, this has got to stop somewhere. Like this, there's no way that we can live like this. And so it almost creates this scenario of that. And then it puts you in this state. And, and the other thing that he shared, uh, which I loved was, you know, this is like when we go through the metamorphosis from caterpillar to butterfly. And we do this multiple times. Like the more you do this work, it just happens more and more and more. But he told me that they now have audio recordings of the uh, caterpillar screaming as it melds into that goo before it becomes a butterfly. Saying that it's uncomfortable to be in that situation and it's okay. Like it sucks to be in it. And, and you, if you feel like you're in this part of your life that you just, it feels tight and constrained and you just want to get out of that, the more you fight that and like try to get out, it actually keeps you more in. Um, Isn't and that so if, funny that that's true for everything? Always true for everything. Like this, uh, whether you're in sand or whether you're in water, it's like that, that fight will will get you like you're, you're not, you're never going to outlast the energy of the universe. Right. So no. you can fight as much as you want, but it's like, yeah. it's like you against infinity. <laughs> like it's not yeah. And, and what's, what's beautiful is like the more you fight, like the more resistance energy you give it, the more that resistance energy comes back to you. And so, yeah, forces. yeah, exactly. Which kind of the book that we're reading also. Um, so yeah, it was, um, it was beautiful and it was profound and it was very different. And, and I will say this, you know, there's tons of mindset books about how to be productive or happy or this or that. They're good. They're all good. You'll learn something from every single one of them for sure. And this feels different because you don't have to mess with the upset. You don't have to mess with the thoughts that come with it. You don't have to do all the rewiring brain reprogramming hacks and tricks. And you don't have to do any of that stuff. Like literally none of it. You just get to be with, I mean, obviously in connection makes a huge difference. Like working with someone that that can hold that space for you to process it is paramount. Um, and you know, look, even the meditation that, that we shared, uh, that, most of you guys have gone through and have had amazing results. If you haven't, by the way, it's toryprom.com 
forward slash meditate, satoriprom.com forward slash meditate. You can grab it there. Um, but it will guide you at least through this type of process where you can start to do this on your own. And as you create more safety in your system and allow yourself to process these, you can really, like you talk about biohacking, like imagine never having to deal with the thoughts or anything that happened. It's just like, oh, I'm upset. Let me go inside and figure out what is happening that is making me upset. But not from this place of like, I need to understand what's happening. Just, I got to sit there and be sad. That's it. That's what happened. And it all went away in under an hour. The mind is interested in being interesting. <laughs> so it wants to create interesting stories um, about everything, right? Like your, your human drama, or your human story. It wants to make it as interesting as possible. So most of us, like I, Elon and I did it for years. Like you go back to your originating story. Oh my God, now I know I'm that way. And it feels so good. Finally, I understand. It's like, Awesome. You're yeah. absolutely right. You totally understand at least a piece of the puzzle you got now. Maybe there's something you don't remember. Maybe there's things you will remember later on. All that is very, very good. And, and, and people, I think in the short term, that feels very profound until a month later where a thing comes and you have the same energetic response. And it's like, okay, great. So mom did that to you when you were three. And you're still doing that now that you're 35. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's not going to take that away. So for me, like the most healing thing, the most it, it sounds so simple, but it's the most healing thing is being with another human being while you're being the way that you're being. And the other person gives you full permission to be that way. Yeah. Like the full permission to feel what you're feeling, express what you need to express and, and safe enough to do so in such a way that they don't remove the connection from you, the energetic connection. And they don't make it like it's their like, okay, thanks for telling me that. Now let me tell you about me, you know, where they like kind of take the reins and they make it about them. But it's like they, they may use an example from their life to connect something, but it, they don't like energetically pull it and make it like an ego situation for them where the, now it's like, okay, let's have this thing about me, which also doesn't really feel good. So there is certainly a, a, a way that someone can hold space for another human being. And I think that's really profound because, like, I don't care how much work you do, again, having a mirror is always useful, right? Like, uh, as much as Elon and I have done over the years, we still have somebody that we go to on a weekly basis, mind you, to get reflection and get honest feedback about what it is that we're dealing with, about uh, opening up to new conversations, to new energies, to new frequencies, like, constantly looking at that, right? So... For me, I think um, when I was younger, like much younger, I, I thought that getting that kind of help meant that you didn't have things figured out or that you weren't smart enough or that you weren't yeah. capable. Now I look at it the exact opposite way around. Like there's a reason the coaching industry has exploded the way that it has. Whether you're a professional athlete or whether you're a stay-at-home mom, right? Like having someone that can objectively look at what's happening in your life, uh, again, keep connection with you, create a safe space for you to explore and speak about those things. And yeah, I know like some people are like go to psychotherapy, but even when I listen to somebody who's done psychotherapy, I, I've certainly seen it help people. So I'm not saying that there's not an appropriateness to it, but that's a lot of what I hear. Like um, uh, Howard Stern has been kind of like making his rounds again on like, the interview circuit. And he doesn't do that very often. And he's a huge advocate for um, psychotherapy and says that it helped him a lot he's if you don't know howard stern he's like the, you know used to be called the king of all media he's huge on the radio but if you've ever seen howard stern talking about himself he's an introverted mess 
He's yeah. amazing at interviewing other people, but when he comes to like his own personal stuff, um, no confidence, doesn't like the way he looks, like a lot of different things like this. So psychotherapy says it really helped him, but it's kind of like the reason I bring that up is when I hear him speak about it, he's like, he understands, oh, this happened to me when I was younger, right? But like, I, like he hasn't, you can, you can feel like not much has really shifted other than yeah. he now understands why he takes those actions. Yeah. And again, there's a level where that's useful. So um, I agree, like now what's really shifted for me is, yes, I can, I can first of all, notice me going into pattern uh, much faster. Yeah. Uh, I don't have to act upon it quite the same way that I used to, to kind of like um, diffuse myself or like find the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like when you let the air out. Release valve. Yeah, like a release valve, quite the same that I used to need it. Um, or felt that I need it. And today, like, uh, I'm, I'm so much more willing to go into my emotions. Like the same mentor that Elon's talking about said, you know, for, I've been working with them for almost three years now on a weekly basis. And he said, you know, every experience that I've had to date, he's watched me energetically be with the energy. But when the emotion comes, he always watches me turn away, like energetically turn away. Mm. Our last session, he said the first time he actually saw me turn in. And so I've been having a lot more, um, quote unquote, emotional experiences than I've had in the past, like just sadness and different things like moving through and actually feeling the expression of them. Um, yeah. And it's been profound, to be honest. So uh, I, I today, again, like I, I'm like, I know that usually when I'm in that place, what has fallen out is basics. And the basics are like gratitude. Yeah, because because my 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 fear, right? Like for most of us, is like I'm going to lose everything. <laughs> it's so funny. Like it can expand so quickly. I'm going to lose everything. And when I always think about my worst case scenario, I'm like, I would live with all of that happily. It wouldn't even be that big of a deal to me. And yet the mind is like looping in this energy, like a like there's a bazooka pointed on my face or something like that. So you know, one of the the switches for me is to like authentically start being grateful for like the very small things. Like going to bed, I'm in my bed. There's a roof over my head. My baby's healthy. You know, like the things that we all take for granted. But the funny thing is, are like even when you have everything, the one thing that you want and you can't buy are those things. And I'm like, and I have that shit in spades. So I should I, I get to tune into that frequency of the the gratitude that's there. And it's not a mental exercise. Like I, I know people are like so into gratitude and journaling and blah, 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 blah. But it's like, if you are journaling and you're writing, I'm so grateful for, and, and you're trying to convince yourself of that thing by repetitively doing it, there's a misalignment with how you feel internally and you're actually lying to yourself. And what you're missing is an opportunity to actually deeply feel into yourself with presence into what's going on because what is on what's in the way of really feeling that gratitude is what arises when you say that piece of gratitude. Hello, my favorite listener. That's you. I wanted to share with you some of the amazing results and breakthroughs your fellow Satorians are experiencing as we speak from being in the collective with us. So if you haven't heard about the collective or what you're missing out, check this out. So Amanda writes, a couple of years ago, I was destitute, living back with my parents at 36. I'd lost my job, was overcome with chronic illness and a strong victim mindset, and I was totally stuck. Through the influence of your training, I'm enjoying a much more fulfilling life. I've moved back home, gotten a great job, taken control of my health, and even bought the car I've always wanted. I'm ready to go even further into my awakening and manifest the life I truly deserve. I couldn't be happier to be part of this tribe of amazing human beings. Robin said to us, thank you. Since March, I've started meditating every day. I've lost 27 pounds. I've resigned from a job that I hated 
but stuck with because of the money and have already received three new job offers and even taken one of them that is paying more and I'm much happier. Plus, my relationship with my husband is flourishing too. Thank you. And Paul writes, after talking to my daughter, I now know that I feel relieved and much lighter because of it. Thank you again for everything. You guys have changed my life. I feel like I've come farther in the last few weeks than I have in the last few years. I'm so grateful for your help and support. I love you guys. Look, I know this podcast adds tremendous value to your life. My suggestion is head to satoriprime.com forward slash collective right now and jump headfirst into the collective. After all, it's only a $9 a month investment and you'll get access to Guy and I in a whole new way. You'll learn some of the most cutting edge technology that we share with our best clients, but we can't really share here on the podcast. Imagine you and us interacting with each other live every two weeks for just $9. It's incredible, as you've seen before. So if you're wanting breakthrough results in your life quickly, head to satoriprime.com forward slash collective and begin to deepen your journey as a Satorian today. Yeah. Right? Like whatever, however your system is responding, you're like, oh, I don't really feel that love. I don't really feel that gratitude. Great. What's the system responding to? Can you get super present with it right now and allow for that experience to be there without managing it or understanding it so that you can manage it better, but actually allowing it to fully express itself, move through the body and let the body do and let the universe do what it always does, which is neutralize and bring everything back to homeostasis. Yeah. And listen, it's, you know, as I'm sure some people are hearing, it's like when you're in these moods, gratitude can seem very, very far away. And when you're like, like we said, being a grumpy bitch, then finding gratitude for healthy children when they're both driving you nuts at the moment is can seem very, very far away. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Like no one's expecting you to flip a switch and go from A to Z in that little bit of time. But even for me, you know, just like walking upstairs after she slapped Shia and having enough awareness to say, you know what, I'm going to do this different and I'm going to walk up there and I'm going to hold a space of love as we have this conversation. I was super grateful for that. Like, cause that's very new for me. Uh, you know, we grew up with a, a militant type father and like in those moments the hammer came down and it was just like I could feel all that pattern wanting to be there and me just be big and righteous and scare the shit out of this little girl and do all that stuff and I the fact that I was able to stop and not do that was amazing yeah um that's everything yeah and even in that moment like for me that was a huge huge win even though look I'm not saying that that situation was handled with the, with the most amazing clarity and like I still had a reaction. It's just I was there enough to catch the reaction, you know, very quickly. So that was big for me. Um, with Shia, you know, I, I felt all that rage. I allowed all, all to be there. And I didn't yell at him or get upset with him. Like we actually got to have a conversation. So in the midst of feeling like a grumpy bitch, I could still find things that I'm, I'm grateful for. And I think like Guy said, the basics are always the best. It's like, I'm breathing, I'm walking, I can eat on my own. 
I have a job. I, you know, like whatever is there and alive for you. There are people that live outside and don't have fresh water and like don't know if they're going to get food today. That's their life. You're listening to this either because you have a phone that's connected to the internet that you're paying for or, you know, you're in a car listening to this as a podcast. Like you're the 1%. And we, and we don't need to have guilt about that because everything is yeah. relative, right? Like everybody's got their problems relative to where they are in the world. What I, what, what I do want to tell you is I want to honor you for that, right? Like every one of those responses that we allow for the energy to move in our body, but we don't act upon it outside in the world, for me, is such a big win. Like all the moments that I still think back to that my system is bound up around, like with pain or sadness, are those moments where my parents didn't hold like weren't attuned to what I really needed at that time. And they had their way. Like every parent has their way, not bad, not wrong, not anything. Just that's what mm-hmm. they knew. And they had like a way of dealing with it. Like we all do. And and honestly, those are the moments where I, I still cower in my system because I, I see like my father standing above me mm-hmm. and I have that, that fear response and that sadness and that like not being connected, not being good enough, not being worthy, like all that stuff comes from those moments with my dad that were, you know, repetitive over the years. So it's like, I know people think like your children need discipline, you know, and, and, and in a way they do, they need, they need, they need to be held by something, by a container, right? Something that they can feel safe. But at the end of the day, they don't need discipline in the way that we probably needed discipline when we were kids. Not that we needed it that way either. What they need is they need to know that they're, it's okay to be human that it's safe to be on this planet, that they are allowed to express themselves and that there are consequences for doing so. But like, you still get to be you and you don't have to manage yourself. For anybody who's listening here, like, you know, ask yourself that question. How does it feel to be managing yourself? How does it feel to take a class and understand your psychology, but then instead of allowing for that thing to move through, now every time it arises, you're like, oh, I learned in that class, I'm not supposed to do that anymore. Oh, I learned in that class that that's not spiritual. Oh, I learned in that class that if I don't show up with a happy face and all this, this, like people, like life doesn't show up positively for me. And it's like, you're so scared to then have the negative thoughts. You're so scared to then exude negative energy because you think it's going to manifest in front of you like this boogeyman. And guess yeah. what? It's that fear that ultimately does manifest the boogeyman. So it's like, th- this, doesn't, this doesn't really work. You just go from like one management system to another management system. It's like your first philosophy is the management system your parents had. Then you yep. can learn some spiritual shit and it becomes your new management system. And now you're managing the management system that you got when you were a kid. And that doesn't feel good. It takes a lot of energy from you. So it's like, look, the quicker you can allow for an experience to move through and permission yourself to feel it safely. And again, it's your responsibility. You know, you don't have to tell you like uh, the moment you go, this is happening to me. They're doing this to me. You're not going to look at that for yourself. Yeah. You're just not. If you can say, hey, this has happened hundreds of thousands of times before, thousands of times before. I know it's not this situation. I felt this energy before in my body. This time, let me sit here quietly. Let me tune into my system. Let me see what's going on. Let me inquire deep within. Let me relax and let this energy move through my system with compassion, with the same love that you would have for yourself, whether you're happy or achieving or anything else. And just know that if we don't get to a point where we get to choose both sides of the coin, so to speak, with the same admiration, respect, and gratitude, then we're always going to be on this front that there is one right way to be human and another wrong way to be human. And we're not only that going to adversely affect us, it's going to adversely affect the world because it does. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Uh, you just reminded me, like, 
so Guy and I obviously grew up in the same household, you know, same parents, same amount of love. Like, I, I don't think that um, you would say that they favored one over that. the other. They were just, they're amazing parents. And both of us grew up with very, very different patterns and makeups. And some something that I just uh, remembered as you were talking is like, you know, dad was with us in a very, very similar way. Mm-hmm. But our approach to finding safety when dad was being that way were two polar opposite approaches. Like I avoided. So like when that got hot, I ran away. I was like out. I I couldn't be in the physical space, mental space. Like I just left. You were handled like that, that he came, you fought back and you fought back harder. And so like, yeah. yeah. And so it's really interesting that like, even to this day, you know, we, we, have these conversations like that's the way that you deal with conflict confrontation this and that it's like oh and the way that i've always dealt with confrontation and that's like i'm out yep it's funny right one will keep you in situations too long one will have you not deal with the situation at all which keeps the situation around so you're absolutely it's so funny it's like it's all paradoxical everything leads back to the same location i don't care how you deal with things how you handle things there's there's really no better way both both those issues, both both those strategies kept just kept things going on, right? So Absolutely. it's like, look, you get to learn how to have compassion when you go away and bring yourself back. Yeah. I learn how to uh, unattach to things and still love myself without having guilt that I've given up on something or that there's no connection over there or whatever it is, because that's always caused me so much pain. But when I get to my max point where I my strategy is like I can't do this anymore, I don't have energy. I go, I go to the other extreme and that scares the shit out of people. Cause I'm like, you're out of my life and you're out for good. Like don't ever yeah. talk to me again. That let's like have no interaction because I'm so overwhelmed by the situation. I'm like, I don't have anything left to give. And for me, it's like when I don't have something left to give, I'm like, then I've run my road with you. Yeah. You know, so it, none of that works and it doesn't have balance. And again, this is all, this is why we learn a little bit at a time. We have in, incremental shifts. We get to learn to be compassionate. And then the final thing I want to say here is like, you know, almost everyone I've ever coached, or talk to, or has been the personal development space, something is coming in your life that's going to look like something that happened before. I don't care how much work you've done previously, how spiritual you feel now, how long it's been since you've experienced that thing, which is oftentimes where you think, oh, that thing must be resolved. I haven't had that experience in like five, six, seven years, whatever it might be. But it's only that there's certain things that like everything in our pattern systems show up at a, a certain level of stress and anxiety. Yeah. And overwhelm, right? So there's certain stress and anxiety that we can deal with. It's a daily stresses, right? Like you, people cut you off all the time. You don't, Traffic, pull out a, yeah. You don't pull, yeah, you don't pull out a gun and a machete every time that happens. Hopefully never. But like there could be a situation where somebody did that thing on the road and you're like, this motherfucker's got to die, you know, and that's it. Like that you, you lose your mind. So it, it's like, even if something hasn't happened in a while, well, you probably haven't experienced that anxiety or stress in a while and you haven't hit that level of overwhelm. But it's still in the system. Now, for me, it's like, look, I always say it's like a spiral. And I use this analogy a lot, but it's like we're transforming like a spiral. So when you come back around on the spiral, again, think about how the universe works. Some planets take hundreds of years to make a one loop around the sun. Some planets do it in a few months, right? So, And this is that same analogy. So if it's one of these situations that takes many, many years, okay, so fine. It takes many, many years. You'll get there again. But when you get there, if your response is, I thought we handled this already. Why am I dealing with this again? Now you have all this anger and judgment and management that starts on the system. Instead of seeing that, okay, fine, maybe this, this stress looks the same, 
but you're not the same person who's dealing with stress. And I think that's really the bottom line to take from, from this lecture is, or podcast or whatever you want to call these things anymore, is that it's like you have shifted and you want to look for what can I actually praise myself for? Because so often we don't give ourselves praise at all. We're like, oh, I responded again. Bad. Okay, well, did you respond the same way you always responded? Did you get yourself back into balance quicker, right? Like Elon could have gone upstairs and scared his daughter, but for him to be upset, get conscious, get present, start feeling the energy move through his system, choose love in that moment and just and just get interested about why his daughter did that versus reprimanding her, disciplining her, all those things that have happened to all of us a million times in our life is a really, really different response. And you can start giving yourself praise and love. It's like, I'm not the same person. I didn't show up the same way. And that to me, that's consciousness. That's awareness. That's the that's real transformation. Um, and a lot of times people don't give credit to transformation because it looks incremental and doesn't look quantum. They exactly. want it gone. They want to disappear. They don't ever want to deal with it again. And it's like, that's not you. That's That's ego playing transformation games with you going transformation only looks like this so until it looks like this don't think of yourself transformed and then what does it do it uses all those patterns against you yeah now it's like transformation becomes the achievement and every time you haven't achieved that fucking thing guess what ego's like cool we got a new thing to attack yourself with yeah it's it's like being it's like being overweight and saying okay i'm gonna do this 21 day workout plan and at the end of 21 days i expect to have six back abs and if i don't have six abs then this plan doesn't work it's like that's just not how this stuff works you you, you're signed up for a lifetime of work and as you were sharing you know something that i didn't share about that interaction with leah so like this has happened before you know and and previous times was like okay you know, you don't get this, you don't get that, you know, it was like cutting things out and it hasn't worked. Like, you know, I mean, if you're a parent and you're using the discipline model, like, are you still dealing with the same stuff over and over and over and over and over again? So if like you're doing that, then clearly whatever strategy you're using isn't working. So at least be willing to explore new ones. What was really interesting is when I was in that space and just kind of like, I, I think that being curious is always better than just saying stuff. And so she's be curious. Don't be furious. Yeah. Be curious. I like that. Um, <laughs> I actually asked her to share with me what she believes the consequences should be for this type of action. Oh. And I let her share and explore. And I didn't say like good, bad, anything. I was like, okay, just share with me all these ideas. So at first she's like, I'm going to say you're sorry. I was like, you've done that before. That hasn't worked. Uh, We're going to talk. I said, okay, we've done that too. That hasn't worked. That could be a part of it, but that's not it. Like there needs to be a consequence. So at some point she was the one, she's like, okay, um, no dessert for the day or no TV for the day or, you know, something like that. And I was like, we can talk about the amount of time, but like those are better. And then this weekend we had friends come over and they, there was this big plan to make like cake and cupcakes and all this. The girls were going to do this whole like baking thing. When I spoke to Fanny, I didn't, I didn't uh, tell her what the consequences would be. I said like, I need to talk to mom and then we're going to figure this all out. The three of us together. So at first, my my thing was like that she doesn't get dessert for the entire rest of the week, including the weekend, which she got really upset, like super upset because she knew they were going to be making these cakes and blah, 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 blah. So Fanny 
was like, look, we're going to, we're going to do this. This was like on Tuesday, I think, or something. So she's like, the consequence is no dessert till, uh, Friday. And if at any point you hit or do anything over the next few days, you're going to lose it for the weekend as well. I watched this girl a few occasions get into that like mode where she's like right about to hit and stop herself and actually say like, Shia, I was going to use violence right now and like stopped herself. Wow. And I was like, wow, this is new. Right. So something in her feeling that connection, still knowing that like being that way in this household is absolutely not acceptable. Like just that's not acceptable. Yeah. And her being an active participant in the conversation, knowing that she still held it with love and that there was something that we needed to work through and all that stuff was like, it was honestly the first time I can say that I've seen her bring a new level of awareness to the interactions. It's powerful. And I've acknowledged her. Like I actually acknowledged her on multiple days. I was like, I saw that you did that. That's amazing. So again, I, I, I think every moment that we have is an incredible opportunity for us to explore and get curious about what's happening internally, how we get to show up differently, all of these different things. And, you know, being a grumpy little bitch this past week has, uh, it's taught me a lot, like it really, really has. And with all, again, with all the tools that I know, was I beating myself up for being that way? Yes, I was. Was I, I had moments where I was like, why won't this stop? I had moments of like, when do I get out of this? I had moments of like, okay, I'm just going to meditate my way through this. I've, there were so many different things that I was trying and attempting and blah, 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 blah. Until one just clicked. And it was like, that was the one that needed to click. I don't think we say this all the time. It's not a one size fits all. It's like you just get to keep exploring. Yeah. Everything is an exploration inquiry. I mean, the one thing we did mention is we're, we're, we just took on a a new two year commitment for kind of like a mystery school um, that I'm sure we'll share a lot more about over the next two years as we kind of unravel this thing. It's a really in depth work with like energy. And again, I'm I'm not going to talk too much about it until we actually get the experience. Um, and one of the experiences that I've always had is when you say yes to a really transformative ex- experience, like there's a lot of movement in the system. It's almost like we're always living into the, these energetic futures of expectation. Um, so almost before every program I've ever done that had to do with transformation, like the weeks prior is like kind of like the the system almost like priming itself for like the, the release and catharsisism around yeah. doing new work. Um, so that certainly could be... Uh, a big part of it. And I'm super excited to explore it. Um, my wife and a whole bunch of our friends from San Diego are doing it too. And, uh, Elon's coming out from New York. So for the next two years, we get to, uh, hang out with each other a bunch, which is really, really amazing. So I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll have a lot more to share about this and and different modalities that we're learning. Um, we're excited to bring it to you guys. Um, and yeah, you know, wherever you are, if, uh, there's nobody else in your life that's going to say this to you, I want to be the person that says to you, um, to give you permission to be where you are Mm. to love yourself anyway, regardless of how it is that you're showing up right now. Again, I've never found any sort of healing in my body that didn't start with me fully permissioning exactly where I was. 
which is also, by the way, the way to get present again, because you're either worried about what you've done, right, or regretting what you've done, and then you're not in the presence anyway. And there's no healing, there's no neutrality, there's no homeostasis that doesn't happen in the present. So it's like, if you're angry, you know, you don't have to act on it, but you can allow yourself to just sit there and experience the anger and let it watch as you just inquire and put attention into your body. Elon mentioned the meditation that we've done. I've gotten just extraordinary feedback from friends, family, and any participants that I've done it that have taken the time to reach out to me. And if you want to know how to actually like work with the system while you're going through these types of experience or not, just how to go through, you know, how to work with experiences in your life versus the management stuff that we've been talking about here. Uh, feel free to go to satoriprime.com uh, forward slash meditate to download that. Broski, anything else from you? Yeah, one? I just want to offer that uh, we are about to kick off a new 100-day manifestation masterclass. If you've been sitting on the sidelines, I know every once in a while, like this last month, I've had many uh, long-time listener, first-time caller situations. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to offer you guys, if it's something that you're interested in, or if you're looking for any additional support, if you're getting value from these podcasts and you want to start taking that uh, a little step further, uh, we've set up a link where you can actually uh, schedule sessions to either talk to myself or we actually just brought on a um, Satori Prime kind of concierge service as well. You can head over to satoriprime.com forward slash talk forward slash talk satoriprime.com forward slash talk. And you can actually book a session. So if you don't quite know what support you're wanting or looking for, it's a great way to just drop in, check in. We have a full team here that is more than happy to share any wisdom with you, get you to the right resources, uh, put you in touch with the right people. We're, we're really here to help. So uh, remember that you don't have to do this on your own, this kind of work really, really makes a difference to have connection. So um, yeah, just wanted to share that as well. Brilliant. Uh, Okay, I think we'll end it there, guys. Hopefully uh, you enjoyed it. And uh, we'd love to get your feedback and uh, testimonials on iTunes when you have a moment to do so. Uh, Thanks for listening. We know there's a lot of other places you could be right now. Love you very much. Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll talk to you soon. Love you all. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye. Hey, hey, before you go, I just wanted to remind you to go lock in your $9 per month for life offer to join our collective. I promise if you like this podcast, you will absolutely love what we're sharing inside of the collective. Again, just head to satoriprime.com forward slash collective and you can lock that price in. These are the same tools that we share with our personal one-on-one clients and those guys pay us tens of thousands of dollars to work with us you can have them for just $9 a month. Again, satoriprime.com forward slash the collective. And as always, we'd love to hear your honest reviews of our show. So if you head to iTunes and leave us a review right now, you could actually be next week's lucky winner. And lastly, if you do want to connect with Guy and I, head to Facebook right now, join our personal development without the fluff private group, ask for permission. There's a ton of amazing exclusive content there as well. And you get to communicate and interact with Guy and I on an ongoing basis. So as always, thank you for your trust, your loyalty, and your listening. We do not take it for granted. We really, really appreciate it. We love you and we'll see you next time.